welcome to the How to HR podcast. I'm your host, Shona, founder and director of Lilac HR, where we help equestrian and country businesses to become brilliant employers. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and let's get cracking. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of How to HR. This week, I want to talk to you about absence. Now, I know that we've covered sickness absence before, but I think it's really, really key to highlight to everybody the kinds of issues that come up around Christmas, because for some of us, it's a time of year where we're winding down. And for some of us, it's the time of year where we're ramping up and it's super busy. So typically, absences at Christmas time happen for two main reasons. Either it's genuine sickness or burnout, or people just want time off. So for usual things like your cold and flu or COVID or mental health or stress or back pain, etc, etc, go through your usual process for handling sickness absence. You don't need to do anything special just because it's Christmas. But be prepared for absence levels to go up, especially when it comes to things like COVID variants and colds and flu. It's very, very common. Now, when it comes to burnout, this can happen at this time of year for several different reasons. Um, And often it happens when the business experiences a bit of a ramp up in customer orders, particularly if you're in a manufacturing or a retail environment. So if an employee goes off around this time of year with any kind of burnout or stress reaction, or actually if they go off sick at any time of year with a burnout or stress reaction, the key thing is to identify the cause with the employee. Because what we want to do is find what the triggers are so that we can resolve the issue and prevent it from happening again next year or in next month or next week. And yeah, we still have to go through the usual absence management steps. So if someone has had a high level of absence, we still need to deal with that. But Part of those discussions is to get to the bottom of why that person is burnt out, what's happened. So if you get an employee who comes to you and says, I'm really burnt out, I need some time off. Think about how much overtime has the employee worked recently? If they've worked overtime every single day for every single week since like the 1st of November, they probably are burnt out. They probably need a bit of a break. Have a look at when there was the last time that they took any holiday, because what happens is people tend to, especially in companies where they don't have an awful lot of holiday to use, they will use up all of their holiday in one block. Or they take a couple of days here and there, but don't actually get a proper rest. And what we want is for employees to be taking their holidays at regular intervals throughout the year, not only from a planning and a capacity standpoint, but from the perspective of getting regular rest from work, that's really important. Also look at whether or not they take their allocated rest breaks, because I know several people who never take a lunch break, never. They always work it. They just grab a bite to eat when they're on the go. And that isn't good. That also leads to burnout because you need time throughout your day to recharge your batteries. Think about as well, have there been any changes in the business recently? Is there anything happening differently that might be causing a bit of stress? But also, is there something going on personally which might be contributing to things being difficult for them? Have those conversations with your employee to understand 
what it is that's going on and help you put actionable steps in place to support them to avoid it from happening again in the future. So to summarise, when we have sickness um, or burnout or stress or cold and flu, you need to follow your normal absence procedure. And when someone's coming to you saying that they're stressed or they're burnt out, you've got some steps in there to help you A, support the employee and B, actually prevent it from happening again. Now, this is where it gets juicy. Because the second type of absence that tends to come up is when people just want time off. So if your business closes down for Christmas, this probably won't be an issue that you come across unless your employees haven't allowed enough holiday to cover the Christmas period. So if you shut down at Christmas and your employees don't have enough holiday left to take it, you've got three options, really. One, you could get them to do some work, which feels a bit mean if everybody else is not at work and really how much work is going to be going on because clearly you shut down at Christmas for a reason. So you could do that, but that feels a bit mean, a bit, a bit grinchy. Um, the second option is to allow some unpaid leave. So you could say, all right, have the time off, but you're not going to get paid for it. And the third option is you could allow them to use some of next year's holiday entitlement. But big caveat with that one, you have to make sure that if they use some of next year's holiday entitlement, that it still leaves them with the statutory minimum amount to use next year. So if you only offer statutory holidays, option number three is off the table, really. So they're kind of the options if people haven't got enough holiday left for Christmas. But if your business operates 24 seven, 365 days a year, the challenges are slightly different. So if December is a peak operating time for your business, which it it is for lots of um, lots of industries, lots and lots of industries find that December is a very, very busy time of year. So a couple of things that you can do you could consider putting in a holiday ban over the festive period if you haven't already which means that holiday requests can be managed really fairly across your whole team apologies for that outburst from brogan in the background it means that you say okay from the 1st of december to the 7th of january nobody's having holiday nobody that's it but you might be in a position where you can allow holiday over the christmas period so If you can offer holiday over the Christmas period, make sure that you keep a record of who has which days off over Christmas, because we want to avoid the same employees having Christmas Day, Boxing Day, whatever it is, off every year. So if people are requesting holiday for the key dates in the diary, you might want to look at allocating those on a rotor basis. So, you know, split the team into two or three groups of people and Team A get to have it off this year and Team B will have it off next year and Team C will have it off the year after that. Remember that whatever you do around allowing holiday through Christmas, that everybody wants to spend time with their family. So there needs to be a fair process that doesn't discriminate against anyone in particular. You know, I've seen it in some companies where the managers will always allow people with kids to have first dibs on what Christmas holiday they want off. And then that leads all the people that don't have kids with 
working Christmas, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, all of that. And that's not fair because whether it's your choice to have kids or not to have kids or whether you can't have kids, you're being put at a disadvantage. That is effectively positive discrimination. So it's not fair to allocate holiday on that basis. You could do it on a first-come, first-served basis, but people soon get wise to that and start start submitting their Christmas holiday requests in January. (laughs) So whatever you do, you need to think about a fair way of allowing people holiday, or like I say, banning it altogether. So that's like one element of people wanting time off. What happens if someone requests holiday and it gets denied? but they really want that day off. I know that several employees will just turn around and go, well, sod it, I'm just gonna have the day off anyway, and they'll ring in sick. So usually I would be saying to you, don't focus too much on how genuine an absence is and focus on the sickness itself and how you can support the employee. But where it is very clearly somebody taking a day off that they had requested as holiday the week before, It's a very, very unfortunate coincidence if they are genuinely sick on that day. I highly doubt that that the universe is that specific in things like that, though. So if that happens, where they either ring in sick or they don't show up for a shift that they had previously requested off, it kind of gives you two potential management procedures. If they call in sick for that day, then what you would do is treat it like your usual absence process. You would go through the usual return to work questionnaire, etc. But you would then have a discussion with them about how genuine the sickness is and how suspect it looks that they had time off on a day that they had requested holiday for. If the employee is clever, they will say, oh no, I was, I was genuinely sick. I had a 24 hour, 24 hour stomach bug. That's normally the one. I was miraculously cured before my next shift. <laughs> I'm so skeptical. <laughs> um, so if they say that, you know, there's not really much you can do. You're not going to be able to prove it. You just need to let it go, but make sure that it is put on record that you've had that conversation with them and make sure that they know that you know that it's dodgy. If it continues to happen and there becomes a pattern, you've got a little bit more grounds for a disciplinary procedure on that on that basis. But for just the one it's a bit tricky to to deal with in that that way. If they don't turn up at all for a shift that they are due to do, but have requested holiday for, which was denied, and then they just haven't rocked up, you can use an AWOL procedure to discipline them. Now, AWOL procedures can, I wouldn't say they get messy, but if someone is AWOL, truly AWOL, they just haven't turned up. They are absent without leave. You've got not, you haven't got Scooby-Doo where they are or what they're doing. So the start of the AWOL procedure is we're going to write to you and say, oh, you didn't turn up for work yesterday. I hope you're okay. You know, let us know what's going on. If, there, if there's anything we can do to support you, here's your absence reporting procedure that you should be following. If they then make contact You can still go through a disciplinary procedure, but you wouldn't continue with the AWOL procedure. The AWOL procedure goes through several stages and reaches a point where we dismiss the employee for gross misconduct because they have basically broken their contract. They've they've gone wherever they've gone. They haven't rocked up 
um, and you can dismiss them. But if they're AWOL for a day and then they come back to work, you can't really continue with that process. So you then have to go down a disciplinary route of saying you failed to follow the absence procedure, not you were AWOL because they're not anymore. If that makes sense, I think that makes sense. It makes sense in my head. I mean, if it doesn't, please send me an email because I would love to be able to explain it better if I haven't explained that properly. <laughs> I've had a lot of sugar today, so it might just be a bit scrambled. So there are several different absence processes, absence problems that can come up this time of year. Um, I think whatever happens, whether it's someone not showing up, someone going off sick, someone wanting holiday, whatever it is, don't let it get to you. Focus on the facts and use your management processes to deal with it. That's exactly what they are there for. So if someone doesn't turn up to work, don't stress about it. Do what you've got to do to get through the day and get the work done and use your management processes to deal with it later. But not too much later because we like to deal with things, you know, quickly and efficiently. <laughs> Failing that, you know where I am. You can give me a shout and I will be more than happy to give you a hand in dealing with some of these issues, especially if it gets a little bit messy. So there you have it, guys. That is your um, top tips for this week. It's the season to be absent, isn't it? <laughs> Okie dokie. I'll be back with another episode next week. And there will also be an episode coming out Christmas week as well, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave you high and dry over Christmas. So you will have me keeping you company all the way through Christmas. Um, but I hope that whatever is going on in your business right now, that you are okay, you're not getting stressed. Make sure that you take time out for yourself because that's really important. And I will speak to you next week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. If you love what you're hearing, then be sure to tell us on Facebook and Instagram at LilacHRLTD.